When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all. Y'all. What is How on? the heck are y'all? If you can't notice, I got a different lighting situation going on until Ooh. my ring light wants to act right. It's that big ass. Well, it's not really big, but it's like that light that I brought to Miami. The one that just like oh yeah on top of everything that Lisa Barlow had at BravoCon <laughs> that I was like need to get one of those the big boy like i like it but it's just like you have a ring light in your face like you can literally in my my forehead is big and my skin is just oily it's not greasy because i just washed it it's oily looks really good so yeah and then you'll just see the light bounce off my forehead but it's fine you guys it's better than not having any light at all some people don't have ring lights. Some content creators don't even have ring lights. Call 1-800, no. Okay, so let's let's just get into the mess as usual. Um, hopefully tonight you are following along with us on social media. Erin, I probably had a ball with you on her dad's Twitter because he took over Twitter for the Salt Lake City reunion. I was on threads and we had a good old time. The reason I'm speaking like this is because obviously we record the day before, but I can predict the future. I can see the future and the future is literally like in an hour. So we had a good old time and thank you guys for following along with us, for interacting with us. And thank you, uh, at for trusting us to just uh, go crazy on your profile. We are not responsible if you get canceled because you already know who you gave it to. You know us. You love us. And we have so many things. Following her that media too because they are always posting clips of us and other right. people in our network as well. So make sure you follow them. A lot yeah. of interesting podcasts, especially yes. for people who watch Below Deck. Shout out to Above Deck Gang Gang. You might be seeing a crossover soon, so just cross your fingers. We'll see. You don't know. Things are happening. It's all happening. Um, but this is not the Bravo episode, even though we will be discussing some Bravo-related things to get some housekeeping out of the way. We are going to change when we talk about traders. Aaron, tell them why. Listen, okay, guys. So... We feel like traders should be better talked about on this episode because new episodes come out every Thursday. So by the time we come out with our Saturday episode, you guys are, have already moved on to the next thing. And then on so, top of that, with traders, they there's people. Yes, there's Bravo people, which is the ones that we focus on. Yeah. But there's people from Love Island. There's people from The Challenge. People from Big Brother. So it's more of like an all-around show rather than just a Bravo show. And we want it to be a little bit more um, relevant because it would be we will be talking about last Thursday's show on next Saturday. Not the Saturday that you get the Bravo episode, but the Saturday after that. So we would be behind and we don't want to be behind in that level because then everything that has to be said is already said, baby. So Traders is going to be talked about on Wednesday's episode. Um, everyone, we don't even have to tell you to follow along. Everyone is already talking about it. That's how good it is. It's literally so amazing and we will get into it. But first, uh, any other housekeeping? No, that's 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 all. All right, let's get into it. The Black Excellence Award. Who are you giving yours to this week, Aaron? Okay, so mine is going to go to a music group called Infinity Song. I found them recently, and they are really good. 
Um, I also want to say I'm, I'm not 100% sure, uh, but I did hear that Jay-Z discovered them. But they are like, I can't even describe their music. Uh, what, what's that song? What's, what is that song? With, they are like give me R&B. Something to work with. Um, the song we always listen to. I can't even think of the name. I hate that I've been put on the spot like this. <laughs> you, it'll come back to you it's as like the Beatles meets an R and B group, but they are really good. They're soulful. Their voices are so amazing together. And is it a girl group? Is it a girl and guy group? Is it a guy group? It's, like... it's a mix of sisters and brothers. Oh, so girl and boy, yes. That's unique. I feel like we should bring back like groups we don't have groups like that we don't and that's what's so different about them and and i really like that their music isn't what you expect to hear like it's totally different when i when i clicked on a song because i i believe y'all know how you're on instagram and these r&b pages pop up or they'll it'll be pairing like the latest black music so I clicked on one of their songs and I'm like, wow, this is really good, guys. It's alternative. It's different. It's something that I haven't heard in a really long time. And I feel like we got a black we, we got a black version of the Beatles almost in a sense. Black Beatles, baby, and it's not yeah. the race trimmer version, but um yeah. it's more, you know, singing. I wanna check that out because I love those different uh profiles that put the carousel up and they're like, oh, have you heard Friday? Like, that's how I discovered Friday. You know, you heard Money Long. Like, have you heard all of these, like, good people? And it's like, no, I haven't heard of them. But since you're making this, like, a viral thing that I'm missing out on and you're creating these tweets about it, it sucked me in and it's working. Because I can tell that this is a paid ad, but it's working because the music the music is good and that's what i love about like organic authentic paid ads because it's just like okay this mixes well with what you've been posting Mm -hmm. and this is something that uh is relevant to my feed so i always like to you know find well speaking of like this is not black but it has to do with like a special song I literally yesterday, okay, no, it's been Sundance. You know, we are Sundance princess and prince appointed by Lisa Barlow, who's very busy right now. She's the queen of Sundance. If you don't believe it, just go on her page right now and see where the fuck she is. It's Sundance. Um, So it's the 20th anniversary of Napoleon Dynamite. You guys. I fucking love Napoleon Dynamite. Like down to, I literally had the video game of Napoleon Dynamite and I probably spoke about about this before, but everyone loves the dance that he does at the end. It's very freeing. Everyone loves the vote for Pedro shirt. Like I I can name more people who haven't had one than I can name people who get, like even my mom had a vote for Pedro shirt because that's just how popular and iconic napoleon dynamite is but like i was like yo what is the song that played at the end because this is like back in the dvd days when the whole movie would play not no previews for the next show or the next movie or simply ending or playing something next like the movie would play and then until you got your fucking ass up to change the movie it would play like the credit songs and that's why it was so important back in the day to get a credit song more so like if i was a music artist i would try to get my songs in shows especially during important moments rather than in the credits because back in the day it used to be all about the credit songs like with rugrats and like everything it's like oh yours if your song is in the credits you got a fucking triple platinum album basically so there was a song in the fucking credits i could not even think of like especially how i went like i was tongue-tied like you were just now i just knew it was like i remember i heard this on your story i literally i googled the lyrics and i found out but i'm like let me click on the next story because i feel like by now she's already found it 
and then when I did, you did find it. So I was like, yeah, the story was up literally for like 15, 20 minutes max because I was like, white people, you have to find me this song. And my white people came through because I was like, listen, I don't know the lyrics to it. I'm just going to hum it for you. And I just know that it says, I promise. And I know that it played in the credits of Napoleon Dynamite. So then I put the question box and it was like me singing my heart out lyrics that made no sense i was mumbling early just very loudly and then they're like this is the promise by um and i want to get it right especially since you know you guys were definitely peak at just finding the song for me (laughs) i heard the money long song guys the promise by the win in Rome. Yes. <laughs> so I finally downloaded it because like a couple of you guys were like this is the promise by winning Rome and uh that shit hit. It's it's been going triple platinum in my household all day. I played it no less than twenty no more than twenty seven times and shout out to winning Rome. But that's not my black excellence. My black excellence is again gonna go to Pharrell for his Louis Vuitton I think it's the winter spring 2024 campaign. He did a Western theme. It was like six days ago, I believe. And all of the pieces were like, damn, damn. And you know, we already had this conversation about Louis Vuitton and who should take over after Virgil. And it would either be Kanye or it would be Pharrell. Like those are the only two relevant and you know structural natural choices and it can't be Kanye and Pharrell honestly like if you are talking about like fashion to this day he's still pulling looks like he can produce and he can still pull looks Um, and now that he's designing looks and he's creative directing and he's doing all these uh, collaborating and doing all these amazing things we're finally seeing like what it looks like now that he's taking over that role and damn it looks good well so many celebrities came out to support him uh it was fashion week i believe and it was just such a magical show it was giving very much like western meets urban meets not really streetwear but also casual wear a lot of exciting and new things for men's fashion and i just love Pharrell, he's the goat in so many things that he does. So, shout out to him. He's getting my black excellence. And I believe this is probably what the third time that I've made him my black excellence. One time you made yeah, him I yours. Say, I want to say that this, because you, I want to say you did it on either the first episode or like the second episode that we filmed our pop culture episode. Yeah. So this yeah. Is, Pharrell is um, exciting. Like he can sing, he can design clothes, he can creative direct. He can. Uh, I think that he he collaborates with like you guys as fave, like Tyler the Creator. Um, he's basically like I think even with Tyler the Creator's brand, he's helped Tyler uh, really like map out his brand and map out his thing that he's doing he helps so many people behind the scenes that you kind of wouldn't even know um i also oh want to shout out kid cuddy and lupe fiasco who i didn't even know they were beefing but they were apparently beefing and then they squashed their beef these are people who basically like raised us so it was weird to see them beef because they're so at one point i thought they were the same person but you know it was lupe and then it was cuddy so um cuddy did an interview and lupe was like super upset about it because he said that pharrell basically tried to like stop his bag and say that he was like scamming people when he wasn't and also he did this like story about how when he used to work at the babe store he would hide from lupe fiasco because he didn't want lupe fiasco to clown him for working at the babe store Mm -hmm. when it's like 
that's literally not the case and you're talking about how you want to squash things with people and how you're wrong but you're kind of like on a podcast downing someone that you have beef with that you can't even that you won't even talk to so then he got on twitter he was like i'm sorry i want to fix this and then lupe was like nah i want a phone call i'm glad that they squashed their beef long story short because they fall under the same genre of like alternative hip-hop so that's dope so i have three black excellences pharrell kid cuddy and lupe fiasco and i love them i love that <laughs> And guys, I remember it's actually Fleetwood Mac. That's who I was going to compare them to because they remix Dreams. That's what it was. I, for some reason, I knew it couldn't have been the Beatles because, like, you never compare anyone well, to the Beatles. I will say, like, their sound, I would compare, I would still compare them to the Beatles, kind of, because they do have this one song called Hater. And when mm-hmm. I heard it, I'm like, these are, this vibe is kind of like the Beatles, I'd say. I so can see. Time, check that out and and see if you see what I'm saying. Oh shit! Oh, maybe I have a timer on it. I can see. Um, <laughs> my ring light went out. I was like, this cannot be happening again. So it probably has a timer on it. By the time we come back for the next episode. Everything's gonna be fixed, or there will be no episode because I'm a yeah my wits in. Believe I, I've had enough. Yeah, we both have thirteenth reason. Um. So, anyways, let's get back to business. What, what do you want to talk about first? Do we want to do traders first, or would you? You know what? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, I've been trying what? so fucking hard to just make it cool and be a cool girl and like just not talk about it and like just be okay. My fucking $200 fucking ring light is broken or sh- short circuiting. This shit, it works, but I don't know why it keeps fucking turning off. I don't even need it. Look at the light above me. I can't do it. I can't do it. And we gotta get off this shit by 8 so we can live tweet the goddamn Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So you know what? Fuck the light. We're doing it. No light. No music. Let's fucking go. Traitors. What did you think of the episode? Go! Phaedra was great. Phaedra was gold. I love that she put, um, what's her name? Poverty. 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 And I'm glad she said it like that because I'm like, she needed to break it down for me because I was saying it wrong this whole time. So, poverty. Yes. Um, She got her all the way together. And she needed to because she was doing way too much. And she was trying to shine the light on the housewives and everybody knows like the housewives are innocent so far aside from Phaedra I'm like Tamara's not even a part of the shenanigans Sheree isn't uh Larsa is Larsa got sent home I I felt no ways about that like no I didn't want to see Larsa go but I'm just like you know somebody I want to know how did you feel about Parvati making that decision to put some suspicion on the housewives without letting Phaedra know. I think it was smart on her end because I do believe that Phaedra plays the game a little bit better than her in a, in a, in a sense. Like, they both have really good qualities about them and they both have their smarts. But I think Phaedra has more of an advantage because, like, she's a housewife. She has a closer relationship with more people in the house. And I think when it comes to poverty, everybody's kind of looking at her like all unsure. They they don't really know how to feel about her. The only person that she really has like a kind of a relationship with, aside from Dan and Phaedra, is the other girl from Survivor. So that's, you know, that's really it. So when, if it comes down to her or Phaedra, she's like, it's going to be Phaedra. So from her standpoint, I do understand where she's coming from, but I'm team Phaedra, so I'm like, you you shouldn't have did that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's definitely very smart, but I don't like it nonetheless. And I'm so glad that Phaedra hit both of them because he was looking stupid too. Dan asked, thought that he was sly and that he wasn't in it, and he is a he's he's not. 
traitorous for doing it and he's so lost and poverty went you know rogue when dan you knew what the fuck was going on this whole time so that's why she was like yeah i don't like what you did poverty and you too dan she was basically like both of your asses are if you remember he was trying to come up with a plan too to eventually get rid of phaedra he was in on it you know, I don't know what that was about, but I'm glad Miss Phaedra got them both together. So we shouldn't see any shenanigans on the next episode. What do we think about that whole part where the lady from Survivor was like, I thought that Larsa was at least 10 years older than me? <laughs> I will say on one hand, no. Larsa don't look 10 years older than that lady. But but on the other hand, say. on the other hand, that was hilarious. Like, I... Like, it was a knee slapper. It was funny, but yeah, Larsa doesn't... Even though it's like, I could see she has some work done, but it doesn't look... A like, lot of work done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be nice, but it doesn't look like, you know, she's old. It doesn't. It doesn't give me all to me. It gives me. It, I think it was. Her. It was more about the fact of how she delivered it. Yeah. Like she, we thought that she was gonna. Say, well, me personally, I thought that she was gonna say, "Oh, well, I thought that Larsa was at least ten years younger than me," and then she goes, "No, ten years older than me." So my jaw was completely like agape when she said it, and like I laughed for a good ten minutes after. Um, I also don't really think that Larsa minds that she was eliminated because once Mark is gone, she won't go anyway. Sorry. I know people are saying, yeah. oh, no, she was going to stay. Oh, no, no, no. We, if you watch Real Housewives of Miami, that girl gave that man a party for leaving for five days. So did you really think that she was going to stay on Traders for however else the however else long the game took them especially if you look at her net worth and you look at marcus's net worth they don't need the money they just wanted the clout they just wanted to be there together and he got axed like what the second episode so it just wasn't gonna be that she was not gonna stay there much longer what i do see online is some discourse about the way that Sheree is voting. Like they're saying her votes are too random. I think <laughs> you confuse the enemy. That's what God said, is to confuse the enemy. Yeah. And she is confusing the enemy. Do I think she's doing it on purpose? Maybe not. But she's certainly confusing the enemy. And I think that it's working. I think Sheree is at the point where she's like, if I'm going to get home, just send me home. Like, she is, like, over all the... She doesn't want it. She doesn't know who a traitor is. She's frustrated with it at this point. She And now the housewives are coming under fire. So she's just like, everybody, just go home. Like, whoever. I don't care anymore. I also like that Phaedra um, was really nice and warm towards Larsa when she was leaving. And then in the confessional, she's like, you know... Well, people must die. This is a game, and people must die. And I and I agree with that. They're done. You know, it is what it is. If it's me or you, it's going to be you. And that's, that's why when God, MJ yeah. was in that, and that's the goddamn truth. <laughs> and that's why when MJ was in that casket, I was like, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Okay, so MJ. You know, love her because she's a Bravo girl. But when she's she was so nervous about getting her like age exposed, she's like, my own husband doesn't even know. My doctor doesn't know how old I am. That show was so funny and weird, but funny. I'm like, how does he not know? But um, listen, I don't know. I don't know about how you can conceal your age from your doctor, but I definitely yeah. know that. You can refuse to get weighed. I have not been weighed since the 2020 pandemic because I was like, yeah, this is not fair. When I get back down to what I used to be in 2019, then you can fucking weigh me. But you are not. You are not about to weigh. Sorry for my medical for medical reasons. You will not be weighing me today. Um, what else happened? Oh, <laughs> Phaedra writing Kelvin 
instead of Kevin. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that because I was like, I died laughing at that. Because Such I would have classic Phasia <laughs> moment. She made me question it. I'm like, is it? Well, is it Calvin? <laughs> I, I know that it's Kevin because I used to watch Bling Empire. And also, I will say, though, even though that was funny, Kevin went off and he was like, bitch, you're fucking annoying. And that was what? Yeah, towards that was, MJ? That MJ? Yeah, that was MJ. And I was like, well, damn. Well, really sometimes you got to speak up. Otherwise, people get real suspicious. And he hasn't really been... He's just been walking around eating egg whites all day. Like, look, you look good, but that's all you are. Like, come on now, play the game. There's something about him that I don't like. I don't know what it is. Everyone says that. Why? I don't know what it is. There's something I just don't like. I just feel like he's just like... He's a good enough guy. Like, you don't watch his Blink Empire, but he's a good enough guy. But he's one of those guys who are, like, he's super attractive, but he's also nice. But he's one of those guys who are, like, women don't want nice guys. That's that's the energy that he gives on Blink Empire, in my opinion, at least. But they canceled Bling Empire, and they canceled Bling Empire in New York. Bring that back, Netflix. Like, I just feel like he's the bag of cookies at the bottom of the vending machine. <laughs> and that's all you got to say, babe. Yeah. It's that's like, all you got to say. Not, I'm not, you know, every now and then I might pick it, but I'm not. <laughs> For me, it's free. I'll take it. But, you know, only because it's free. How did you feel about <laughs> How did you feel about Ek and Sue? Because the way they closed that casket and they were like done. <laughs> it, I'm like, she doesn't like damn. They slammed that damn casket. I was like, either either that's just how they do things, or production just straight up hated that bitch. And they were like, gone. <laughs> Close it. They slammed that shit full force. Like, and I never seen her again. F, that that's my thing. Okay, it's one thing to close it, but like there was no confessional. She there was no. Out. We didn't see her walk out. Like they. She could still be it. there right now. Rumor has it, Ekansu is still there. Literally. Listen, Ekansu, I ain't had no beef with you, but my God, you need to talk to production. There's gonna be a reunion. Like maybe Alan doesn't like. I, I don't know, but I've never seen like with such violence. Boom. And like, mind you, these are caskets. These aren't little play. <laughs> like these are caskets. Like which they want to use just, dead. She. He was just like Ekansu, and then the camera panned to the casket, and they slammed <laughs> that bitch closed. Like that was it. I didn't see Ekansu. I was like, well, is she gonna get out? Are they gonna open it? Are they gonna let her out at least so we can? see her you know i'm used to reality shows kind of like getting at least one cameraman to follow them to the room while they're packed while they pack their belongings and then we see them kind of leave and or then even a confessional after like with their thoughts or something right. like nothing. nothing it's over that's what i like about traders baby once you're done you're done you're dead and the fact that she walked to her own funeral like Imagine, because Phaedra was shook when she came into the the room, and also Parvati was shook when she walked into the room. Like, bitch, you're supposed to be dead, and that was shaking me too. Like, how is this dead woman walking? But they were like, yeah. no. Not only is she leaving the show, we're gonna She's give her poison. a grand exit. She's been poisoned, so we gotta wait. You gotta. We're wait putting this bitch six feet hours. under. And they sure did. Like, Alan was not having it. So I don't know what Ekansu is. Or I don't know what she did. Mm, I don't know Janelle is. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. <laughs> who do you think is next to go home? That is my question for you. I don't know who I think, but I know who I want to show. Oh, absolutely. Hater. When you said that, I was like, who is that? Because I don't pay any attention to her. To me, she's not a a, a valuable player anyway. Hated her from the first day. Yeah. And then, she okay, so who do you think is next to go home? Um, I want to say Calvin. Why? Who is Calvin? Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kevin's gonna be next. Just There's because no I feel like people are Kelvin. There's no Calvin. To send him home at this point. I know I am. I'm done. And I want them to give them. I want them to give him the same exit. Like slam the door hard as shit. <laughs> Why? What has he done to you to like deserve? I'm, just, I'm done. Like I just don't like the way he moves. I don't like the way he's hot to MJ too. That was another thing because I'm like MJ didn't really do anything to quite deserve that. I feel it was unwarranted completely. It was unwarranted and it was random. It's like well shit, you know. Yeah, but it was entertaining as hell to me. I don't know something yeah, about it was, was like entertaining. Game. But had she done something like if he had this energy for Ekansu or Parvati, I would well, be like yeah. Ekansu I do. mean. Well, Ekansu does a lot. You just didn't like Ekansu, like, from the beginning. I didn't like the way Ekansu moved because I felt like she was guilty and she was playing the game. Like, you know, I was cool with her. You had her, her hand, you had your hand on her back. You were trying to get the shield, too. Fair game. You know what oh I'm saying? Oh, God. Okay. Even when she walked away and she was like, you know what? I didn't get the shield. I was like, you know, that's fair game. You Maybe you'll get it next time. I supported her. But when she got her ass in that car <laughs> and she tried to play victim and get everybody to flip on Janelle, that's what pissed me off. Because I'm like, this is a game. And you were also trying to get the shield. So why is she selfish? <laughs> like, you're just upset because you didn't get it. And that's what that's what pissed me off. I hate. Oof, I need Rolly. Do not lie. I hate when you lie. I just do. I hate it. Yeah. Oh my God. Late entry, Black Excellence, Natalie Nunn, whether you agree or not. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Not you, No, no, not you, you, but just like listening. I know that you may have seen some things on social media. Y'all may feel one way, but when I say this is Natalie Nunn's show, it is, and I said that seven times in my living room when I seen that scene. This is Natalie's show. If I didn't know by now, I know now. This is Natalie's show. And Go look at her face. That's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> okay. You wanted to tell us about some teens. Yes, guys. I wanted to tell you about, and let me pull the information up before I get into it because um, I want to have like everything. So, BH1 sets premiere date oh this is the, okay so the impact if y'all heard of the first one that's good that's with Ari and all of them I don't really watch that one like that I did the first season kind of on and off but this one that one was Atlanta correct or no yeah I want to say that's that's Atlanta because it had Ari and it had um uh what's her name Jada Wada and Jada Wade, that's my girl, but I, I don't know. That first season was rough. It kind of made me dislike her a little bit. But this one is called The Impact New York. And it's like a fresh little spinoff. It has a lot of the people that, and, and I feel like it's more appropriate. It's more of an appropriate reality show to have social media influencers. So I like to see it when I do, and I'm not surprised yeah. like, when watching Housewives and we see people like that. Um it has Bernice Burgos and her daughter, Ashley Marie Burgos. So y'all might have heard of her, uh, Bernice and, and her daughter. She was on the set of Dice Pineapples, that Rick Ross song and Drake song. Yeah, I love yeah. that song. Uh, Chinese Kitty, if y'all know who that is. she's. I do, because I know her mama. mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's her and her mama. So, which is weird because I'm like, okay, so if you're going to have Bernice and Ashley, you should have Chinese and Chinese's mama. I think she might make an appearance, though. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will. She should be a part of the cast, though. Like, if we're doing moms. Or maybe because she signed over to the other one, so they're like, no, you can't go nowhere. Oh, she's on the other one? Isn't she still on Miami? Love me up on Miami, no? No. She was there, like, what, two episodes? Never mind. And I think mm -hmm. I know why, but... Uh, if you know, you know. 
Cleo Trappa, that's my girl that you might have seen her on some Ice Spice videos. She's really close with Ice Spice and I love her. I've been following her for a long time. So I was really excited to see her. That's like an honorable mention. Dream Doll, you know how much we've discussed that episode of Bad Girls Club where she um, she kicked this girl in the back when after they jumped the her back with all her apologized about it. And we have Ella Rodriguez, also known as Ella Bands. Uh, so I didn't know Ella was on this show. Yeah. Well, you saw her? Like, what was she talking about? I can tell you. I, I don't know. I don't know her personally. I just know she's there. I can tell you exactly. This because I I saw clips on social media. Yeah. I saw everyone that you're talking about, but I didn't know Ella was on it. Yeah. So this episode, they really just gave their, and I'm not gonna say stop, sob story because that, you know, I want to be sensitive, but they gave their like come up story, and then they kind of move forward to the drama. The drama happened like the last three minutes, well, the last ten minutes, I want to say. Um, and then we have, I already said Dream Girl, uh, Malini. And you oh, might, Melanie Cruz? Yes. I love her and her boyfriend and the videos that they do. Chicklet, that's his name. Yeah, they just got engaged, I think, like, um, yeah. like a month ago or something. Yeah. Maybe maybe they did it at Christmas. I like her. And I'm, I'm really glad that they actually have her kind of linked up with Cleo because those are my already my two favorites. So I love that they already have a relationship, so we don't even have to establish anything. Then we have, I want to say his name right, Scott Louis. Um, so that's the one that I have no idea where he's from. All these people I I know from like social media, mm-hmm. but well, I never like is he a hair, is he makeup, or is he an influencer he, himself? He is a fashion stylist, so he's worked with stars like Ryan Destiny, Normani, Victoria Monet, Lil Kim, Kiki Palmer. Uh, he's a trendsetter. He has a lot going on, and he has a cookbook coming out in fall of 2024. So Congratulations like to him! I know that um, Tay is on Tay's on at the Atlanta one, right? Am I? Is he? They're getting Tay. Shit, because Ari was on it, it so Tay yeah. had to be on it. Well, let me see. Let me see just to be sure before I lie. I think Tay was on it. Because if you guys know, you know, there's. A couple big yes. hairstylists in the game. He there's is. Tay, there's Jonathan. And Lakia is also on that, and that's my girl. I love Lakia. Shout out to her. Um, but yeah. So y'all watch both of them. I might I might get into Atlanta again. I just kind of fell out of it. This but. is the thing. Is this one going to be on because that's what I noticed. Is this one a cable show? Because the Atlanta show they showed on cable, but they did it later on. But it originally was on BET Plus. And then all of a sudden they started showing it on VH1. And that's why I'm confused. Because I don't want to start watching it. And then I think that it, I can record it and I'm into the show. And then they put it on a streamer. Well, from what I see here, they showed the first episode on VH1. And then the second episode is going to be out on the 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So I do think it's... Because uh, it came on right after 11 Hip Hop. Yeah. I do think they're going to have it on BET Plus, and they're also going to stream it on BH1 at 9 p.m. Eastern on August the 29th. That is on a Monday. That's Monday. Yeah. For sure. So it should be out. Unless they're just going to stream the first few episodes and then maybe just leave it on BET Plus. But from what I've seen, usually they do the first one and then that's it. And then they'll go to BET Plus and then they'll release it later. But if they're showing the second one, I would assume that it's going to... Because they advertised this one as a VH1 show. They didn't advertise it as a BET Plus show. They did it completely different. So that's why I'm like, okay, I might tune into this one because it goes naturally hand in hand. If you're just watching and recording Love and Hip Hop right after it, you're going to have 
the impact and then they also have a Atlanta coming on I would believe Atlanta love you Atlanta comes on Tuesday nights because Miami comes on Monday nights um, basketball lives just ended but right now VH1 has it pretty good because that's what the impact love you about Miami and love hip hop Atlanta and then MTV is also having a good run because I think that they have like um, they have Jersey Shore coming which we will be covering um, and then they have I don't know have, why you say that as if I have a problem with Jersey Shore I love Sammy and then they have um, right now Drag Race such a good show like we we got introduced to both groups of girls on Friday they met each other for the first time the untucks they have been dragging each other these girls are very very talented and Rue is mixing up the competition so that's also another uh, thing that I have for you guys to to watch tune into RuPaul's Drag Race because when it gets down down to where I, like I know the queen's names that's when I'm gonna you know talk about it and probably have Kendrick on to talk about it and probably force you to watch an episode or two so I've seen that coming I've seen that coming and we're also gonna watch Avatar The Last Airbender tell us about it baby listen if y'all have y'all remember Nickelodeon y'all remember being kids you remember seeing the show are you it's called The Last Airbender The Avatar The Last Airbender with why he look like you well he he looked like Caillou with a blue stripe. He's an airbender. So then, uh, why does he have a check mark he's on been his head? Or like a, an arrow on his head? That's just a symbol. What does that it mean? That means he's the avatar. So he has a check, I mean, of... Uh, Only avatars have that signal on their head. How many avatars are there? Oh, no, nah, listen, I can't tell y'all of that. <laughs> it's a lot of them. They've been reincarnated a lot. They did have a spinoff called Legend of Korra. I didn't watch Legend of Korra. Other people did, um, and they enjoyed it. I have seen people. Is she an avatar? Yes. There's a girl, right? Yeah, she's a girl. Korra's a, okay. Korra's a girl. Um, so tell us about the trailer that just came out and when it comes out. Um, so yes, guys. So the trailer was amazing. I would rate it a 10. I will say the graphics was really, really good. And it, while Aaron is getting, um, what he wants to see together, like I would say, just so people don't know that I'm like interrupting him. If you're listening to this, it sounds like I'm interrupting him on purpose. In reality, like I'm trying to make sure that he is getting the article together because this is a really good show. And we know that a lot of people really like this show. And it's like one of the OG enemies that like brought us up um so just to say what i was going to say is that a lot of people have been waiting for this show and i will say that the graphics like the the animation of it the cgi of it all it looks really good to me personally and this is reminding me because the actors on it are so young it's reminding me of right now i'm watching damn percy jackson on Disney Plus. Yeah. And so many people really love Percy Jackson because they read the books. You know, guys, I don't do that. Um, but I watched the show and I really like the show and it means so much to people. And I follow Rick, I think it's Riordan is what his name is, the, the author. And he's heavily involved in um, in Percy Jackson and they they, they, according to like the YouTubers that I watch after I watch the show to tell me what happened, they've changed some things in the books, but the things that they changed are Rick's choice or he okayed it. Whereas the movie, he really did not like the way that the uh, Percy Jackson movies went. And I saw the movie, the movie, like, well, the first one, because I couldn't get to the second one. The movie was so bad. It was like terrible. It was like, one of the worst things I've ever watched in my life. Um, and then the show is doing pretty good. I will say, though, I understand why they get 30-year-old actors because, you know, 
a kid can only do so much and that's uh the only criticism <laughs> that i have for uh, percy jackson so i hope that on avatar like they have like a, a very young cast but they have some adults in the mix too yeah i'd say and and i like this because there it, it ranges like we have some people that are probably like 17 18 we got some people that are like 30 and blooming like 40 pushing 50. so <laughs> it's all different kinds of people and that's how it was in the animation so now that we're seeing that in the live action it's really good now some of the things that i was scared of kind of like the first one the special effects were not the greatest Oh, you so didn't like, like it. The first movie? Oh, okay, the movie. I'm talking about yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking about the The animation was great, but that first movie that they made, I don't know if y'all remember that. Um, A lot of the, the cast was not accurate because they were trying to cast people that actually have something to do with um the tribe and, and are from the places that some of these characters are from. So that was one of the things... Uh, but on this movie, I do like that. Is I'm sorry. Is it a movie or a show? This show on this Netflix series, it's more spot on and accurate, and the special effects are amazing. Love to see Appa. I think that was the that was one of the first things that I seen from this Netflix series, and I was like, they did such a good job. Appa is the flying animal that they fly on, and he looks so fluffy. He looks so amazing. Uh, the earth i was most impressed with the earth bending i'll say the water bending also looks cool i hope they get into katara knowing how to blood bend as well because that's gonna fuck somebody up mm. um and and which you know i i only knew they could i know they could do so much because it's kind of catered to kids in a sense but this is more so for the adults because we grew up on the shit so now we're like in our 20s and our 30s we want the real deal. So I hope they grow into adults and we get more of a serious storyline, kind of like how they did Stranger Things. You know, as it progressed, we got deeper into them doing more adult stuff. Mm-hmm. And the show kind of, the theme of the show kind of changed into a more adult tone. And I want the same for this show as well. For sure. So casting is great. Uh, you can look for the show on February 22nd. That's when it will be on Netflix. I'm not sure if they are going to release weekly or if they're going to do drop all the episodes at once. But I will assume that they're probably going to drop maybe two episodes and probably do the rest weekly. What would That's you prefer? Um, I would actually prefer that because then it will give me something to look forward to. Uh, but also, if they drop it all at once, I wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> so I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm okay with both. But as of right now, I don't really have many shows to watch. So I'm like, it would give me something to look forward to, because you know HBO Max, um, or Max has canceled rap shit, so I don't have that anymore. Um, so now I have to find something else. Yeah, not cute. Yeah. Y'all were wrong for that, and I do notice when it comes to black content, you you guys are mm, quick to cancel. It's very odd, too, because you have a deal with Issa Rae, so you already canceled her reality show. Okay, cool, but why would you cancel the scripted show, especially considering she just... It's odd, because she's in a movie that's that's broke the box office, crossed the billion-dollar line, and it just got off a freaking campaign for that so all eyes are on her so you cancel this movie and she's someone who brought one of the most watched series between black and white people to hbo very fucking odd very weird seems like you're going backwards and i did notice that you know this was during the strike that this show kind of i want to say came did it come out during the strike i want to say it did i want to say we're still going through the strike and either way, the promotion was not as good because of the strike. So they were only able to promote at a certain time. So a lot of eyes were not on the show. But in my in my head, I'm kind of like, I feel like freebies should have been given to a lot of these shows. 
Because it's like, how are they going to promote if a strike is going on? They're not going to be able to properly promote it. So it's like you have to give these shows a chance, especially if they're good. Because anybody with two eyes, if you watch this show, you will see that this is a good show. It might I not feel be, like also towards no. the tail end episodes, maybe if I'm mistaken, but I think towards the tail end, the strike was over and then they started promoting more. Yeah, then they started but promoting more. It's, the, it's it up to the actual streamer. Yeah, The streamer didn't have to stop promoting shows because guess what? Only Murders in the Building was a show that came out during the strike and I saw that shit everywhere. I couldn't go down the street without seeing a billboard for Only Murders in the Building. So what are we talking about? And that's a Hulu show. That's not a home box office show. And I feel the same way about White Lotus. When White Lotus comes out, it's like on literally everything. They have that. Like, it's everywhere. So I don't know why they weren't doing the same thing for this show, but it does make me think. Hmm. And I will say you guys need to do a lot better than that because honestly, I'm about to cancel my shit until Euphoria and White Lotus come back. And that's a whole year, baby. So, because it's no point in paying this money to do what? And if I was Issa, I would rethink a deal with them. Why do why why do I need to deal with them? Just like with ABC with Shonda Rhimes, she was like, mm, "Why do I need to deal with ABC when I can go to Netflix, get paid, get shows, get promotion, and and, right. and sit back and collect checks?" I really think that she should either move to Hulu, um, Paramount Plus, like the where Showtime shows are now, mm. um, and work out a deal there. Or even stars. Me, Hulu or stars, yeah. Like a place that's going to appreciate the show and that already has an audience that will appreciate the show. For sure. So, you know, that's what I got. Well, you guys, that is pretty much the lowdown. We got to get off because we are about to go in and interact with you to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which it's going to be the finale of all finales because this is the finale to the reunion. We wonder what's going to come out because, you know, we're going to bring the zins out. We're also going to get the truth behind the reality von. Well, you know, Monica's truth behind the reality von T's profiles, and we are going to get shit popping. So, um, oh, I just wanted to announce that we will be doing subscriptions on Instagram. And this is gonna be a test also, because if not enough people sign up, then we're just gonna do the one month and then that's it, we're not gonna do. But don't worry because whatever we do with the subscription on Instagram, we will also put it on Patreon for our Patreon members to see. The reason that we wanted to do the subscriptions is because Vanderpump Rules is coming up. And of course we're gonna cover Vanderpump Rules on the podcast, but what about that coverage of like that buzz of watching it live? So that was really what we were thinking about when we um, announced this. And we hope that you can subscribe. It's going to be at a very low price point. I think like five bucks. Everyone can be a part of it. So when you see that launch, support us. We need it. We love you. And we will be talking to you soon on Saturday about the Salt Lake City finale and loads of other things. Bye. Bye, y'all. A Huda Media Production.